0: Welcome back to Dialogues and Applied Channel Theory. This is Jason Robertson sitting here in Seattle, and we got Jonathan Chang in Beijing. Hey, Jonathan, uh, good to see you again. Yes, hi, Jason. Happy uh, mid Autumn Day Festival. It's Jie uh, today. Yeah, 中秋节快乐, <laughs> everybody. The uh, Mid-Autumn Festival.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Another jie, another joint in time happening here, a little intersection of seasons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Jonathan, I, I was really excited to hear about Um, the travels you've been doing, teaching applied channel theory in Spain and Poland, and then, of course, treating some patients in your family's home in Canada. And we were just, before we came on, starting just a bit to talk about this, but you mentioned a couple of, I guess, interesting themes, maybe going back to the Spain part, um, of some of the patients you saw there, you had a a chance to treat a few patients in Spain and had some kind of interesting channel changes. Let's maybe start with that and see where it goes. So when I was in Spain, there was... um...
1: Yeah, we did like half day, like the mornings were classes, afternoons were like clinical observation and uh, demonstration. And then Poland was just like mainly a point class. And then, but we did, there's some people that showed up for treatments like during the class. And then I also did a class in Toronto and that was uh, not as, that was just more like channel examination. So I didn't really, uh, I wasn't, I think because I'm not licensed in Canada, so I wasn't allowed to treat people there. So it was just kind of like talking about cases. Just a palpation only class. Yeah, 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 yeah i thought the one thing i wanted to share with you was um with that spanish class because i have been doing like um we have been doing online classes with that group of students for three years it's probably one mm-hmm. of the most interesting and stimulating class- classes i've taught because those people have like gone through this whole process of like very systematic training
0: and then um, and having lots of time to digest it like slowly yeah. going through it too right not yeah, having it also, shoved down really fast that's really cool
1: and digesting but also using it right clinically so I think that was really cool. So then when we met like this week, the seven days I was there is kind of like a review of all the material, especially like the palpation, right? Because that was one thing they were really missing was like to make sure that they're palpating the channels properly, locating the points correctly. And the afternoons was great because we did clinical, um, like it was observation, but it was kind of more like a discussion of each step of each like intake or case, like from like the Capturing the chief complaint, and we would discuss what is the person's chief complaint and then analyzing all their symptoms, like the group of symptoms, like what Dr. One calls what, like the Joe Ho right? The like structure of symptoms, construction of symptoms, and then mm-hmm. the symptom patterns, analyzing those and trying to figure out which ones relate to which symptom. And everyone would start sharing their opinions, and there's very like lively <laughs> yeah. discussions. Was, like, it was like something I didn't expect to happen. What I, I were realized very much they,
0: chiming in with you, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And the way they were thinking it was all according to apply applied channel theory principles, so it was like it was amazing. And we had these really cool discussions like, okay, is this a tying case or a drain case? Or, or there's somebody one group would be, like, I'm gonna focus more on the tying, and we say, why is that? And then some people, I think it's more of a drain, and this is why I would do that. And we'd have all these debates and discussions, <laughs> it was pretty interesting. And then we go into right, like, kind of yeah, use? yeah, so we'd like discuss cases for like over an hour sometimes, just like going back and forth and discussing them. It was was quite, it was really stimulating. And you were just
0: discussing even just the diagnosis, right? Before you even got to the treatment, just like how do we begin to conceptualize what Mm. this person's presenting in front of us?
1: Yeah, it was pretty, it it was fascinating. But what I realized, I think this goes back to, I think to one of the previous episodes we talked to is that to be really good at applied channel theory, that the foundational knowledge is really important to have a good grasp of, right? So then once you slowly, you know, like we're saying, like absorb that information and digest it, and start thinking in that way it takes a while for your brain to start thinking in this way and then once you do like it's it's pretty fascinating right like wh- how like we can develop this kind of community of people and then we can and we're all thinking along the same way it, it's pretty so we yeah like, can
0: share mm-hmm. cases and debate mm-hmm. strategies in a, in mm-hmm. like the same language in a way right
1: yes 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 so i thought that was one yeah. of the, the biggest uh things i learned from this trip was like uh systematic training of applied channel theory is i, I think it's really effective
0: that's great and and did you have the experience, I, w- I that makes me come up with a question, is like the way those cases were coming together and everyone was debating, you know, did you find that I think what every acupuncturist has happened in their own mind, but maybe this is happening in a group mind, that there truly might be two ways to come at a given case. And at some point, just the person practicing has to make an executive decision and go in one direction or the other. I mean, did, did, you, did that happen in that group mind kind of experience as well?
1: I would say that, yeah, they were like, you know, like sometimes we would, but you can see like some diagnosis might be inaccurate, right? It's a bit far off. Right. So then we had to like really right. narrow it down. But I think what I found that is if we focus more on the, like, you know, Dr. Ron's approach is like focus on the chief complaint. I think that yeah. really helped to narrow down on what we should exactly focus on. So usually it'd narrow it down to either this channel or that channel. And then well, right. through the debates, then like some cases very clearly, it was like most likely like 80%, like probably like oh, that way right? Yeah. But, then, um, but we didn't know, right? We didn't know what the results would be. So we'd had to test it out and then see what would happen. So as fortunately, the patients right. were able to come two to three times. So we we're able to see. Oh,
0: you're able to even tests. see the yeah, same yeah. person to see if you're on the right track or not.
1: Yeah. That's so I cool. think that was really cool too. But then like, but there were maybe a couple of cases where it wasn't clear, right? We could have done tying or we could have done drain. And then we had this big debate. Right. And that was when at the end, I was like, okay, I'll decide. We're going this way. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I could say, I would say I was maybe 60 to 70% sure of what was going on. Because like once you like combine you know the symptoms with what you're finding based on pal- channel palpation, generally speaking, you have an idea what's going on. There's right. just one, I think, one of the cases a bit more complicated. But you could definitely
0: ma- imagine going different ways. Many
1: ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd say the majority of cases are quite yeah.
0: straightforward. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah, I was just wondering because I mean, I think any of us who've been using this material for a while that that represents something that goes on in our own mind, and then seeing it happen in a group of students just expands it. I mean, it, yeah, it broadens all the different ways we can think. I mean, it's really cool. And then, of course, yeah. their own clinical experience, like you said, they've been actually using this for two years, mm-hmm. not just thinking about it.
1: But for me, another thing, because, I, you know, it was a, a class, right? So for me, it was like really trying to hammer home Dr. Wong's principles. So like, I think that was really good for me to like really focus on that, like to be like, we're only going to focus on the chief complaint. You know, so then right. that really narrowed down. You know, the points we we're going to use or the channel point uh, channels we we're going to use. So that was, and it's fascinating. Like just like some patients, like you know, we we're just using maybe a one point pair, right, and getting really cool results. Like it was, it was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. So it allowed, I mean, yeah. That so that's a good take home message is when you get lost in the the thicket of all the possible options, if you go back to the primary symptom or the chief complaint. That it's going to change that day, then it give, it helps you get oriented in the chaos a little bit mm. and that that's what you were kind of reinforcing to them and yourself, I, I mm-hmm. guess right?
1: Definitely, definitely. So I thought that was really is was, was
0: great. I think was, I was really happy with that that course and then and so um, when you're there, yeah, b- b- back to Spain for a second. So yeah. the patients you were seeing, did you see like certain palpated changes or certain themes when you're palpating the students that are a little different than you see there in Beijing where they're you know that idea of different populations having kind of different Different patterns in the background? Did that happen in some way that was notable? I remember in the past
1: when I went to Spain and there's like like bigger, like big groups, like 70 people or whatever or more, you know, like in those cases, you could really see a lot of people there had like those heart channel changes, like very clear, very significant heart channel changes. And this uh group of like with a within the students, I think it was a very common, like a lot of people having those tying type changes. And then in yeah. that group in particular, everyone had changes on like the PC seven area. Like majority of people like those kind of crispy, grainy, twaileur the
0: yeah crunchy kind of feeling.
1: So I don't know if that was <laughs> like uh like due to their like that personality of students, like students who could like stick to this course for like three three years or more.
0: Had a little bit of chi constraint in the Julian yeah. <laughs> system. Yeah.
1: From... <laughs> or maybe they have they need that paracard and fire to keep them like that, that keeps them going like that kind of like yeah study like that rigorous uh, focus on study it keeps you like you know you need that fire to burn to keep that that have that energy you felt a lot of that yeah Yeah. or maybe it could have been because we were uh, we're also drinking tons of coffee every day
0: right everyone trying to stay focused yeah
1: i think (laughs) that the the organizer had this nespresso kind of machine and we're drinking like six to seven cups a day and no one looked tired like throughout the day it was like long classes (laughs) like it was pretty intense
0: yeah
1: i'd always look at them and their eyes were like like you know, like start really wide like,
0: open. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, <laughs> it's
1: pretty awesome. Um, and I could tell like the coffee was like working on all of us. We're just like
0: speaking really fast and like all jittery. So, but it was good. <laughs> so yeah. Any, I, I, I think I interrupted you. You're going to move on to uh, the Poland part of the trip and certain themes yeah. there. Is that where you're headed next? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think with the Polish groups, uh, the interesting thing with them
1: was one was like, I think you've taught there before too. Right. So like one, yeah. I think I was texting you. I was like, did you find these kinds of changes? And I would All say, right. generally speaking, like I was expecting to see uh, tyene channel changes because of like the the um, diet, right? Like in the damp climate, at least in good it's mm-hmm. by the I guess it's the Baltic Sea. But, yes, um, Baltic. Yeah. And they did have a, obviously a lot of people had those kind of like tyene dampness kind of signs, uh, like and like you know nodules, lumps of like spleen three or lumps along the spleen channel. But what I was really surprised to see was a lot of people having like shayong changes, like along the gallbladder channel like lots of nodules going all the way up
0: all, right. all the way up like all yeah, the way from like, from like gallbladder 39 to 34 yeah. all through yeah yeah,
1: yeah yeah that was strange okay. for like a like it's what 20 30 people so it's kind of interesting to see that like chain of nodules going all the way up the channel and that's not as common i think right
0: not that long and especially in a, a lot of people in the population. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so for people listening also, too, yeah, that yeah, that part of the Xiaoyang channel, just staying in front of the fibula. That line is where you get a lot of information. So, you know, remember as as, as we know Dr. Wang often would locate all but 39 Xuanzhong Zhong in front of the fibula, which is different than the way a lot of textbooks do it. So you can kind of move from 39 all the way up and that yeah, that whole area congested. Uh how do you analyze it? What does it mean? Why do they That's all why I, that's why I texted you. I was like,
1: "Did you find that like <laughs> um yeah. i don't know well maybe like I, I could be wrong about this but obviously we know like the foot shaoyang the gallbladder channel right so we know that the gallbladder is you know they call it the jing fu, right it's like the what is it like, uh, like or zhong fu, yeah yeah and jing, also the jing fu, right so it's like um related to like the uh refining that the bile right like the, in that case oh, the that jing gene, is referring uh-huh. to that the bile so it's like really uh-huh. maintains the purity of that the bile so it helps with digestion right so the, so it's possible that maybe so the diet there back is back to
0: diet still. Yeah,
1: yeah, probably if possibly affecting that. So and then like, I don't know if it's like the the beer,
0: the vodka, the like a damp oily, greasy kind of food yeah, 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 More than and maybe more than spleen or more than spleen in that case. Yeah, in that group.
1: So maybe that's yeah maybe the together they're kind of affecting the digestion in some way, right? So maybe people have more, but people I asked the people there and they said, oh, the life there is really stressful and things like that too. So it could be that component too.
0: Yeah, and it was definitely kind of a different theme than you felt on the students in Spain when you were palpating them. Right, right. That, right. Yeah. Um, Spain, yeah, there's more like yeah.
1: a heart fire, I think, was more common.
0: Heart pericardium channel, kind mm-hmm. of heart 7, P7 seven zone. Mm-hmm. And then, so interesting case. Tell me a good case from uh, from from being in Poland. Did it's you have Poland? a case you saw of someone you treated or interesting yeah, complaint was... or am I putting you on the spot?
1: No, there was really interesting, like there, because it went out that course in Poland was mainly focused on point locations. But then one of the days, uh, one of the workers there, she asked if I could treat one of their, uh, one of her friends, but who was also a a former, uh, who had taken some classes at uh, Roman school, the Tomo school. Uh, But then Um, the reason why she, I think the reason why she stopped stopped her uh, studies was because she became pregnant. uh, And uh, this person, she was actually a, a Western medical doctor, a pediatrician. And, mm-hmm. um, she was close to her due date. I think her was maybe when she went to uh, ask for treatments it was because she wanted to have her pregnancy, like her labor induced, uh, with acupuncture, uh, cause she was approaching the due dates and she was afraid of, I think she did not want to get a caesarean section. That was her main, main, main worry request or worry yeah, main yeah. request. Yeah. And then, um. And she had done some acupuncture with, I don't know who, but some local doctors, acupuncturists for to induce labor. I mean, and I asked what points they use and they use, you know, like the large intestine four, spleen six. But for me, I was like, usually what I prefer is just that for it to take its natural course. That's my general.
0: Well, or to come in like the weeks before, a month before and start like Mm. softening Xiaoyang or something to kind of gently open, not like a sudden stimulus, right? That kind of idea? Right, right, right. Then what'd you do? You're put on the spot though.
1: Yeah, so I was like, okay, like, because if we, if we go back to Dr. Wan's principles, is like we have to focus on the chief complaint. Inducing yeah. labor is not a chief complaint, right? That's just a request, right? It's not a actual right. symptom that's causing the feeling
0: problem. or a symptom, yeah. right?
1: Because everything the pregnancy so you, was yeah. going fine, right? So um, everything's normal. Yeah. yeah so the, so I went back to asking what were her main symptoms. So the main symptoms were that she was feeling in the past two weeks heat, like on the palms, the soles, uh, the feet, you know, the bottom of the feet, and the face. Mm-hmm. And then she had, at the same time, she had like um, a dry mouth, uh, thirst, and heart palpitations. So those were the main symptoms she was suffering from. But Also, like uh, urination was yellow and scanty. So there are a yeah. lot of signs of like yin deficiency heat.
0: Yeah, gave uh, you a I lot. I mean, now you're getting to build a pattern from it, right? You're mm-hmm. looking for a, 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 Junghoji, a go a, a, mm-hmm. a, a symptom pattern structure. Mm-hmm. And, and the then, other yeah, thing so... that
1: was bothering her, in, in addition to that heat in the palms and soles and Was that her skin on her legs were really itchy in the past two weeks, Hmm. with also swelling in the legs? But when I at first she said the legs, but when I examined it, it was mainly the area from like spleen six downwards to the ankle. That area was the most um like swollen and like itchy in that area.
0: So like the medial lower leg, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, medial side leg. Yeah. So those were her main symptoms. But then when you look at the and then her pulse, her tongue was kind of dusky and puffy, but her pulse was kind of deep. A little slippery but also like tight so if we look at like the main symptoms it was like okay so let's analyze it like the main main symptoms like that heat in the palms the soles, the face but she also mm-hmm. had additional like the heart palpitations dry mouth the thirst like yellow kind of scanty urination so i thought it was more signs of eating deficiency right so generally speaking you we look at her consider- tongue you got a tongue yeah the tongue was dusky and puffy so that was kind of oh right you just said that right sorry yeah so right i thought not it was like expected. yeah Based on you know like uh, you could say channel diagnosis or zongfu diagnosis, I was considering more like you know Shaoyin type Yin deficiency, right? In deficiency. Right. So what we did was just palpate the channels, and you know, it turns out she did have like lots of changes on the heart channel, like the heart uh-huh. seven, heart six. That area had like crispy changes, you know, like a stick and uh-huh. kind of change at heart six. And I think even up the heart channel was kind of tense too. And then at the yeah. along the foot Shaoyin channel, the kidney channel, that she had like you know those like lumps at kidney seven up and around you know up up and up and below uh kidney seven and then just uh, swollen um, too yeah yeah, in that area yeah Yeah, puffy but you know big big type lumps and then like you can like see the tune
0: you can see the first and second tune on the kidney channel that kind of swelling kind of
1: right 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 and then you could see like at spleen six you had this uh lump too
0: so it was you know just pretty much kind
1: of conformed with what you know what i was expecting not expecting but i was hoping to see based on the diagnosis
0: yeah or your hypothesis we'll say
1: hypothesis, yeah, all right, so that you know the there's a clear connection between the symptom patterns and the um the channel changes, right so then at then, like the d- decision was just to decide what we're going to treat, right? so for me, it was like, okay, so the main issue we have to do is if we create create some kind of harmony, so like just kind of rebalance the body, then we'll just see what happens. So I did mainly, I think um heart seven and kidney seven. So Just were you to, putting
0: in your own mind the primary complaint of like a, I don't know, sweating? What would you have defi- said if you had to choose? Because indeficiency heat, right? the showing yeah.
1: indeficiency heat. So the main complaint would be the okay. heat in the palms, the soles, the face. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we All know
1: right. like the hand Shaolin, uh, uh channel, the heart channel, uh, also regulates the conductivity of the heart. So she also had the heart palpitations. So I was, you know, thinking, you know, there's a lot of, you know, that, that kind of heat in this the Yin system and the dry mouth. So adding like kidney seven to kind of nourish kidney yin, And then heart yeah. seven to like calm that heart fire, but also, you know, it also uh, helps to like strengthen heart chi and that helps to create circulation too within the Yin system. Huh? Um, yeah. so using those two points together to communicate the heart and kidney kind of bring that yin deficiency. Bilateral needling. Yep, bilateral needling. But then, you know, she had those signs of like dampness too, right? There was some tight, ty- tight ty- type, type issues, right? Like she had the um, swelling in the uh, lower legs, too could also too, even, right? Yeah. The puffy yeah. tongue, the slippery pulse. And that kind of right. like, like the way her tongue looked, it was kind of like, you know, like it could be, we would, in song food diagnosis, it could be that kind of heart spleen type of relationship, mm-hmm. right? Spleen right. deficiency type issue. Right. And obviously, you know, swelling in the legs could also be related to the kidney channel too. Um, right. but, but what I decided to do was also add just like spleen six to, to that, just to help with like yeah. the blood and things like that. But obviously we also know spleen six is very good at it promotes labor. Yeah. Yeah. Promotes labor. So, um, so those are the three points I used for her. And that was it, you know, she said like during the treatment, while she was, I think we did it while she was sitting and she said she could feel like the heat going downwards, like calming down and oh, like in, nice. from yeah. her face and her hands. I think, I think uh, that was what she had commented on. And then I think like the the legs might've felt less kind of like heavy. Uh, right. And then she left, you know, and then that was it like 20 minutes later, she left. And then the next morning, yeah. I kind of forgot about what was going on. Like what had happened. Cause we're so busy, like, you know, palpating points, doing all this stuff. And then the following right. morning, the, uh, the person that works at Tomo, the school, she said, Oh, I have, I have something to, um, share with everyone, some news to share with everyone. And yeah. then she was like, so the, the person who came yesterday, she earlier that morning, she, her water broke. And then she went to the hospital, and she went hospital went to the hospital and gave birth to a you know a child, a healthy child. Ah, wow,
0: that's awesome! What a great yeah. So, but that wasn't another well, example I mean, of focusing in a way. I mean, back mm-hmm. to your point you made earlier in Spain, like you know when you're lost and disoriented, start with a primary look for a pattern, look for look for a, a primary symptom, and and work around that. I mean, again, you did that even though the the quote request was promote labor. That's so cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's like, well, that was totally unexpected from, uh, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, it was pretty, it was amazing. I was pretty uh, surprised by that uh, result. Well, obviously, yes. you know, you, using Spleen 6, you know, is a very common point to right. also promote labor. Um,
0: you could, all, yeah, but you could say, I guess you use the right points to, to kind of synergize Spleen 6 with that person in that moment in that time. Mm-hmm. Kind of, there was heat, that had to be part of it. Can't mm-hmm. ignore it. And Definitely yeah, does. descending, yeah, descending yang would make sense too. That was, mm-hmm. yeah, great story you
1: were, you said earlier before we started uh, uh talking that you have some thoughts about inducing labor
0: well I, th- I mean i think it was something i did it's not it's just more of a meta thought a big idea that um <laughs> and i think it sounds like exactly the same thing you were saying is that when you're with when you have patients and you know i certainly have patients who are pregnant and patients who become pregnant it's not like i'm not a, i'm not a promote labor clinic i'm not a I'm not specializing on in that but The overall approach, I think, is – and this is talking to other people who have even more experience with this than I do – is that the best is to come, you know, maybe twice a month or maybe once a week or somehow in those six weeks before labor and then treat the patterns you're seeing then so that just – I mean, then the person starts to move towards pregnancy so you're not getting to the point where you're stuck in a wall and the body's going against you and you're trying to force it. So. I guess for those listening, what my advice would be, and this is, you know, my experience as well, is just have the patient come regularly in the, you know, month or more before they're supposed to give labor and treat the pattern you see. And then, you know, that there is often a in Xiaoyang. Often there's this idea of softening all that, you know, the zigzagging sinews of Xiaoyang through the pelvis and hips. And if that channel has changes and there's symptoms that fit, then that is often a you know, one starting place you can have. But, it, but what you said, I think, is an even better point is you still can't have any protocols. You still got to treat where that person is. But promoting labor in the last days when they've hit due date is tricky. I've had cases where I've had no luck with that, but it may be because I didn't do it right. Or it may be because acupuncture maybe is best if you're doing it in the weeks leading up. Right, definitely. Either way, it was a great case and a great example of not getting caught up in quote doing a point that quote does something but then still focusing on the pattern that seems to be the recurring theme in this whole discussion here really and mm-hmm. and the exciting thing about actually you know having years of your work pay off with a group of students that that and I, I mean i hope everyone listening we can all become part of this it's not like it's not so mysterious it's just being methodical about learning it and then even if one person speaking spanish and the other person speaking english or chinese and and polish there still is a common language in the medicine and the way of thinking that allows us to communicate cases over time and place. So that's that's really cool.
1: Yeah, another right. thing for me, was like this case that showed the, um, you know, how spleen six, uh, obviously like it's hard to say, was it like, the, it was the part of the combination points that had that effect, but also shows why, you know, spleen six is recommended not to be used. Um, when someone's when, pregnant. When someone's pregnant, unless, you know, you're at the- uh, uh, due date time right
0: yeah like be careful spleen six it does have that invigorating effect on the lower gel
1: mm-hmm. i think dr one said it has very good effects of like um, um invigorating the movement of blood also even though it does have functions also like he would say like nourishes blood or cultivates blood but also invigorates that you know uh, circulation of blood too so yeah. for pregnant women uh you know if they're not You know, their their first trimester, second trimester, you know, or not even approaching their due date. Be careful. I
0: don't know. That may be a place to wind down our discussion about two of the three places you went. We never got to your your home work, your home travel into Toronto, into Canada. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe there'll be something from that journey we can talk about in a future episode as well. Oh, definitely, Uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean... It's it's good to be back. It's good to see you. It's good to be back after a little bit of a summer break from Dialogues on Applied Channel Theory. We'll try to get us and the other apprentices back going again. And you guys listening, you, you, I, I'm sure you've already noticed by now, we're a little bit sporadic on when we put up our our uh, episodes, but we're we're not giving up if we disappear for a while. It's because, you know, things are happening. But thank you for listening and and keep submitting your ideas on the uh, Wang Juyi Applied Channel Theory Facebook page. That's where... Uh, Jonathan is hovering and and watching and uh and listening and look look there and at our website for any classes or anything else and uh keep palpating the, uh, keep uh, instagram, looking for the patterns. Instagram yeah. page
1: too i think we it's also a good place too i think okay i think some people don't always instagram not page. not everyone uses facebook so i think uh okay. instagram, instagram too page. people uses that um one thing was really interesting on. another oh just to briefly mention this when i was in uh toronto what was interesting was um a lot of this, quite a few of the students are like uh, super fans of our our podcast. I think like, like there are a couple of people who are even like quoting us from Canada. Yeah, in Total Canada. Shout out, shout out to Canada right now. Yeah, all the other yeah, students in Canada. Like, it, was, it was pretty funny of them. Like one of the person was like, "Ask Jason about that point combination he talked about in episode." So and so like something about lung seven and stomach thirty, stomach thirty seven was it or, or lung thirty nine like you were working, figuring out about some combination, and you said in one of the episodes you were testing out this combination. She wanted to know um if you have any new insights, because you said you were going to share more insights. If you Are
0: you knew. sure it was lung seven stomach thirty-seven?
1: I have no that's I think that's what she said,
0: but I don't know if that was All the right. one. Um tell her if she's listening to submit a question to us and we'll get back to her. We're <laughs> amazing, like people questions. were like yeah. um
1: quoting us and like saying, Oh, remember that episode when you talked about this case of this and that? And I had completely forgotten like, what the case was. Yeah, me like. too,
0: it seems. <laughs> so until next time, uh, cue the beautiful music from Canada, and uh, we will be with you next time. Uh, yes, thanks, Jonathan. So... Have a great afternoon there in Beijing. Thank
1: you. Um, yeah, we're flying off to Guangzhou to teach. So we're going to have a quick uh, mid-album day uh, festival lunch, have some mooncakes, and then, and then just head
0: over to Guangzhou. All, All right. right. Have a good journey down there.